0: Hello and welcome to the best of worst of British. This is a podcast where, uh, <laughs> great stuff. I mean, Tom, we, we've got to
1: reboot it.
0: I'm, I'm so, I can't. Okay, like, <laughs> okay, listener, the four, This is the third series. Um,
2: uh, yeah, I am uh,
0: sorry this I don't, I don't like films uh, we know this if you listened before Who is the eye uh, in
2: that situation please
0: This 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 film has broken me I'm sorry this is Oh my um, god
3: I wondered which one
0: The the worst thing I've ever seen <laughs> uh for this podcast it's unbelievably just awful Uh my name is Michael Bell it doesn't matter ugh. This is
3: his chief tormentor Lorcan Mullen and I'm the mad scientist assistant, Igor Hodkinson. <laughs>
0: and, I, and I have to say, lads, there's easier ways to make me leave. Like, I, I,
3: well, you didn't take the bribe. I'm, I'm, because... I'm,
0: I'm fine with not with not doing a series four. I'm absolutely fine with that. Like you, you don't have to you don't have to make me watch this. All right? we could have slept Ugh.
2: with another podcaster, you
0: know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this film is. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to start it. It's that Pat? He doesn't even want to say the title. <laughs> I don't want to say anything. What did I make uh, you? No. What
2: did I make you watch and take notes on, Michael?
0: Yes, I have. I have taken notes. I have watched it, and this is a film called Zardust from 1974.
1: It is the only path and passage into the Vortex. You will show me how you come to be here.
2: did it sound like Zardos, like stardust (laughs) what was that meant to be like a
0: sean connery Zardosh?
2: (laughs) it's z-a-r-d-o-z
0: truthfully i watched it a uh, week ago and i've forgotten most of it
2: (laughs) did you not because we postponed this a day so you could do a do a uh, 2.1.5 to two times uh just a catch-up
3: yeah
0: yeah. No, because uh, first, <laughs> first of all, my rental on Amazon Prime has uh, expired, and I wasn't going to pay another two pound fifty. Second of what? all, I got in from work an hour and a bit ago, and I was not going to watch that. So
3: <laughs> it's nice to know you put the effort in. Man, so, uh, I, 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 I,
0: however, I have I have four pages of notes. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Actually, do I? Have, no, five actually. I have is, five is, pages it, are of most notes. the notes. And... to do
3: fuck off. <laughs> I mean, uh, there's a lot of. Uh...
2: <laughs> Michael, uh, Tom, I don't have my phone to hand. Do you have the notes from the WhatsApp conversation as Michael started? Uh, watching I do. It? Just give me two seconds. I'll,
3: I'll, I'll swing <laughs> these up. Just give him
2: two seconds and we will get. What now follows is a recitation of the classic of literature Mike Watches and Comments Along via WhatsApp to the 1974 science fiction film Zardoz.
3: I'm not starting well. The line in the intro, this story is set in a deep, in a possible future, and apparently Mike made the following noise.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, So
3: you know this is boding well for everyone involved. Yeah, I mean... I hate this, and I hate you both for making me watch this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, seriously, fuck fuck you guys. Just say you want me to quit. I'll happily do it. This is torture. <laughs> it's an abomination is what it is. And I hate you've made me do what? notes on this. And I'm only five minutes in. <laughs> I'm stalling badly. Don't know what's going on. And only half an hour in. My notes are going to be appalling. Apologies in advance. You've sin that apology since then, Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just give me rom-coms in the future, please. Love Actually, I was all over.
2: I'll say so... this now: I would rather watch this again than Love Actually.
3: Oh God, no! Give me
0: Love Actually every I'd, single. I'd rather
3: year. basically have wires
2: in my head. Where do you stand on this right now, Tom? Because I'll, I'll be honest: I mean, it's a, it's not good, but it's by far more interesting a film than most of the stuff we've covered so far. No, it's, it's not. a film. It's, it's a film it's, that it's has. A... It's a film that has something to say. Boy, does bollocks it. does it. But probably a bit too much to say and not sure how to.
0: It's complete and utter dribble. It's got, it's,
3: there's nothing <laughs> I, I, there. I will happily jump in and weigh this as my opinion. I've been thinking about this for a few days but this is where I'm at right now. Of all the films that we have sat down and watched as part of this podcast of all the things that we've witnessed and all the tripe and shit that we've gone through this is by far the most fucking insane thing that we've watched (laughs) and that's just the first five minutes as Mike explains you are instantly thrown into pure fucking insanity and you are not pulled back out at any point well the way I, I
2: would argue is that we've watched way too many films that were fueled by cocaine At the very least, we're getting one that's fueled by acid and mushrooms and a director who's got complete artistic freedom because he just made Deliverance. And he's decided to spend all that artistic capital on this. I mean, from
3: Deliverance to Zardos, what a fucking leap. (laughs) I've known pole vaulters that weren't able to get this fucking close, man. (laughs) It is a huge fucking step and it is not one that goes in a good direction.
2: Were you aware of Zardoz at all, Michael? Um, um, <laughs> and, um Tom, I'm guessing you'll, you'll I, have... I was been, familiar. Do, do you... Because I mean, you will have probably seen references to it and not known what it was referring to. One of the things... I know someone who's really into Zardoz, or at least is uh, fascinated by it enough to reference it in two of his works, and that is Dan Harmon. Yes. Because the Zardoz
3: head appears in
2: uh, an episode Morty, of Rick yeah. and Morty. And... In an episode from season five of Community. With Starburns
3: dressing up as Sean Cameron's character, yeah.
2: Yeah, and that whole thing is just basically an homage to 70s dystopian science yeah. fiction. I mean... Which this very much falls into the category of as far as the Yeah, the uh,
3: Meow Meow Beans episode you're on about. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah, So I was aware of it. I was aware of it through cultural osmosis. I think
3: Zardoz is this really... I mean, talk about cult films. This is deep cult. This is... A group of writers in Hollywood that are so fucking nerdy they spend most days in their basement will know this film inside and out.
2: Yeah. It's funny, though, because John Borman himself has kind of mixed feelings about it. I did mean to watch the DVD commentary to it because I have got it on Blu-ray. You poor son. Uh, I, I wanted to. It was only like seven quid at CEX. Of and course I was like, it was. Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, it got a proper full-on Arrow 4K. Well, not 4K. I think it was 2K upgrade re-release and when I was starting that he said that um, I was in Hollywood recently and I went to 20th Century Fox and they said oh we're doing up, we're restoring one of your old films, Zardoz and I said to them, why? <laughs> so I think it got really critically slammed when he, when he released it yeah, in 74. For what I really got torn to pieces. And so he didn't watch it again until he did that commentary I think he himself admits it was a bit pretentious but I think he also thinks, well, at least I tried. I think that the closest to a modern version of uh, Borman would be Darren Aronofsky. That he just will throw everything at it and is very, very pretentious. (laughs) But sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't.
3: I can't see Darren Aronofsky doing something as fucking stupid as Zardoz.
2: I don't know, man. The fountain's not a million miles away from Zardoz.
3: Yeah, but the fountain... Had some goodwill behind it. This just seemed like, ah, what can we do for Sean Connery this week? Slap him in some red <laughs> underwear, throw some belts on him, and let him run around with a ponytail.
2: This was only the second film he made after he finally quit Bond for the second for the first of two times. Uh, for, no, for the second of three yeah. times <laughs> after Diamonds Are Forever. And did you notice actually one? The first thing that we see him the first time we see him, he turns, looks directly to the camera, and shoots at it.
3: Oh, God, yeah, it's an unmasked, the original Bond opening is Well, I'm wondering sake. if the director
2: was like, well, in all honesty, it took us a week to convince Sean to not end every scene with that. <laughs> I'm,
3: d- I'm just going to shoot the camera. It's the only way I can stop this film from being made. <laughs> Fucking... Every time I'm fed up with this sheen, I'm going to shoot the camera. <laughs> it's up to you
2: to decide whether there's bullets in this, in this gun or not.
1: <sighs>
2: anyway, Michael, you're Look, still lads, there.
0: I've, already, I've given my... um. You know, you're already well under the impression I don't want to talk about. <laughs> can we just get, yeah. can we get, get through this? You've had nine minutes of fucking impression. I
2: want to read your four pages as a stream of consciousness and then we'll just. Yeah, we'll, t- uh, we'll
3: interject as we then, go. Then I can just leave. I
2: don't think we need to do like a blow by blow account for this. I don't think the film. Exists. tough you getting it, <laughs> right?
3: <laughs> we had to sit through it now, so do the audience.
2: All right, Michael, take it away. <laughs>
0: All right, so the first scene in the film, I mean, I think you can tell from the very first sentence that I was not enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Um, some knobhead in a blue towel, with a blue towel in his head, <laughs> and a drawn-on beard, says he's a god, and a, and he's also a magician. He opens the film by saying he, he is mortal and he longs for death. Then it comes here, he, he says that uh, he will tell you a story, and it is set in a deep and possible future. Ugh. <laughs> so so uh, none of these events have ever occurred. Oh. I
3: I did like how when he came on screen, he was basically bouncing around like the DVD logo on the fucking pause sign, as if it's trying, <laughs> you're waiting for it to just to hit into the corner and then bounce back out again.
2: I was thinking, you know, the uh, the the big monster in um, Space Invaders that comes across game. Oh yeah. You know, you got to try and hit it. Whilst <laughs> <laughs> Space Invaders only came out a couple of years after this, maybe it was inspired. Oh, fuck by, uh... No, it wasn't. Stop! I, I guarantee George Lucas took a, stole at least one thing from this. I guarantee that.
3: Um, I'm intrigued as to what you think it is.
2: The princess Leia hairdo. There are several women in this film with that exact hairdo. In this film,
0: anyway, Michael. Uh, right. So the second. <laughs> <laughs> Of many. <laughs> so after uh, the, this film is set in a, in a post deep uh, set deep into a possible future, that was the first one. A second one, it's also set in the year twenty twenty ninety three. Oh bugger off oh, twenty twenty ninety three. Twenty twenty two and ninety three. And we'll have a big
2: 22-93. I might be wrong.
0: It was. I tried to do it in a sing-songy voice to keep myself awake. I think awake. you've
3: missed off, like, the key line that made me say fuck off immediately. Was the phrase is God in show business too? Fuck off! Ugh. Fuck off and die! So much of this film
2: reminds me of, like, a really bad play you might see at the yeah. fringe in Edinburgh. A lot of it's but like But at
0: that. least then you can leave. Yeah,
2: well... <laughs> I had... I mean, have you ever had... You, like... For me, it's always like, you know, in the new year, you're like, I'm going to eat more vegetables, I'm going to go out and jog more. Well, Yeah, I've done
0: that, and I've lost weight. Yeah, what about it? <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> well, with Edinburgh, it's like, I'm going to see more plays.
0: <laughs> oh, no, I, I I go completely the opposite. I go through the program and find the worst-sounding play. <laughs> uh, and that is my play for, the whole, for my whole
2: run. Well, I remember... What?
0: Anything with a rapping Jesus is normally good.
3: Truly a man of the arts, Michael Bell. We're going to have to talk about that in a the future host of the South Bank Show, Michael Bell, everybody.
0: Hey, I like I I like Jesus, I like rap. Put those two together.
2: <laughs> I remember one Edinburgh that I went up for, and I was walking into the city centre, but I was still a bit on the outskirts, so you get in very few venues at that point, and these are the people that are mm. like, look, just take it, it's this or nothing. So they're like... I'm sure you'll get some people via flyering. And I just was like, I'm going to see the very first thing that I can walk across that's on. So I was going to do that, and that was what I did. Like, this little sort of church hall fair out on Newtown as well. So it's, that's always the quieter side of Edinburgh for the fringe. Ooh, anyway. And I just walked in, sat in the audience with one other woman. And then this woman comes on stage. Uh, she appears on stage. And she starts dancing to no music. And it really goes hope. on long enough for me to wonder to myself, is this the show? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Best part was she wasn't even part of the production; she just got up on there on her own free will, and they let she it just happen. Fancied a boot? She just fancied a boogie. Uh, so then she,
2: she she did a English was not her first language, but fucking else she did it. She written a play better in her, a different language than I could in probably my own language, but. It was, a, like, a one-woman show that shouldn't have been a one-woman show. Like, she plays various parts, but, you know. And that part goes on for maybe 25 minutes. I listened to maybe seven of those minutes. And so it's over. And I'm like, I could have sworn this was booked in for an hour. And then she cut, like, after we applaud her, me and the other woman, she then asks if we have any post-show questions for her. Amazing.
1: <laughs> oh you
3: then very audibly go no and walk off
2: <laughs> no fortunately the woman art was very kind at first and i think she was like me like what are the most blandest sort of questions i could ask for her it was like i think it was something like so what was your intention with this play and then she she explained what she wanted to do with it and then i followed up with and do you think you achieved that oh, <laughs> oh my oh, god painful. it's like
3: you're trying to grade like GCSE drama <laughs> so what was the intention of this play we just wanted to act and did you achieve that not really no but Okay, well it's your and, own uh... self assessment <laughs>
0: and uh, how do you think that went
3: I wish I was dead
2: <laughs> well may I recommend the film Zardoz <laughs>
0: <laughs> right so next up there is a giant rock uh, floating head that comes up uh, and it tells that some townsfolk. All right, I was bored already at this stage. Uh, it tells he t- tells the townsfolk to uh, kill those who multiply, and that the gun is good. Brutals are legion. Then next up, grown four, settle limb. The penis is evil. <laughs> well, I mean, in fairness, <laughs> it, it, shoot, it, it, it shoots seeds and makes new life to poison the earth. Uh, with a plague of men. Oh fuck! off. Oh,
2: like okay. The shooting, Ugh. the shooting seeds and creating new life is not a good reason for the penis to be evil. But the past ten years, has revealed to us, that in many ways the penis is a conduit to a lot of evil. Uh, that I've next up got
0: uh, <laughs> uh, the massive rock. Then vomits guns. <laughs> <laughs> bah!
3: Bah! <laughs> bah! Gun, bah! <laughs> Although wow. you can see, you can see the crew's arms as they're lobbing the guns out of the head. <laughs> blah guns blah. Uh, oh, I
0: don't even want to read this. I'm not even halfway through the first page.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> darling, I had those, had those guns for dinner. They're not really settling well with me. Blah guns blah. <laughs> oh, one of them is a grenade. I assume... <laughs> a <twin laughs> of eight grenade? grenade? That's what it was.
2: You know when you've the... been sick and then you just at the end of it you are just occasionally <laughs> like. <sighs> Puh, puh, puh. Just getting the last of the spit out. Those are just that'd be brilliant if just for like the last for an extra minute he's just casually spitting out a bullet. You know, just And then just puh. just constantly saying <laughs> phrases to the
3: toilet bowl like, oh the penis is evil. <laughs> the penis is evil.
0: It makes new life, which is poison to the <laughs> earth. Oh, for God's sake.
2: At least one of my ex-flatmates has been bent over a toilet bowl the morning after saying words to that effect. <laughs> so, <laughs> he knows who he is.
0: <laughs> anyway, uh, Sean Connery shoots a gun into the camera, um,
3: and that's the intro. Yeah, Sorry. well, that's
2: that's that's at least seven successful films have had that happen at the start.
3: <laughs> I mean, I assume he shot the camera because, A, he wanted the film to be done as quickly as possible, and C, B, <laughs> he wanted the audience to be dead so they didn't have to have to be fucking put up with this goddamn film. Also, you're, you're ignoring the important thing that it's Sean Connery with a ponytail and a moustache. Hmm. Not just Sean oh, Connery. I'm coming up, t- I'm coming up Sexy to
2: Connery. This is ten years after he's been in Bond films. <laughs> Like, when Dr. No, So, Dr. No was 62. This would have been filmed in 72, 73. He's, I have to say, aged terribly within those 10 years. (laughs) Really. I mean, obviously, he's still very popular with the ladies. But when you think, like, Dr. No from Russia With Love era, Sean Connery, is one of the most handsome men that's ever lived. This Zardoz Connery (laughs) is a... And admittedly, some of that's the wig and the moustache and everything...
3: It was a wig, what? (laughs) You can't tell me Sean Connery wears a wig now, can you? You see, I should have a full head of hair, but I sacrificed it all for Jardos. (laughs) Because I heard that the penis was evil, and I know about pubes, so I thought shave it all, you know what I mean? Sorry Tom, what accent are you doing there? No idea. I think it's Glaswegian by way of Dublin.
2: Oh, so the untouchables that Ah,
3: he gets it. He
0: gets it. (laughs) Well, talking of old um, ponytail Connery, uh, for the entire film he is dressed in red pants (laughs) (laughs) with two sort of like bullet uh, slings. I guess what what do we call it? Yeah. So I was
2: wondering why they went for this choice, like artistically.
0: And it... clearly he'd lost he'd lost a bit of timber i thought you were gonna say clearly <laughs>
2: he'd lost a bet <laughs>
0: well, probably as well you know <laughs> i reckon he'd lost a bit of weight got himself in shape yeah. uh you know he, he was probably living well during the bond years mm. uh and he's like right well i'm getting my top off he, aren't I he does look. <laughs> why, give you why sean why are, you, why are you getting your top off well he does <laughs> look, look at me i'm 52 you know? he <laughs> was 44 at this point
2: uh, but obviously he looks better at 44 than I ever will at any point in my life. He's in
0: good Nick, to be fair. I mean, you'd have to be to wear this costume. He's in good
2: 1974, good Nick. You mm. know what I mean? If this was like nowadays, when you've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe requirements, this is like kind of along the road from where Chris Pratt was from Parks and Rec to the um, Guardians of the Galaxy. At this point, they'd be like, well, we're getting there. But we've got a lot of work still to do. It's good Nick for that era. Yeah, yeah, it's good nick for what diets nineteen sixties seventies men had: steak know? and cigars. Yeah, like they, they're all, they all have thirty two inch waist, but we're still having heart attacks at fifty two. <laughs> <So. laughs>
0: but let's be honest, we would all kill for that for his figure, right? Oh god, uh, I would be the heartbeat,
2: Yeah, just about, just yeah. about. But there, was, there are like, just like one of my mates is a personal trainer, a different one to the. Uh, to the vomiting penis hater, Um, and he is in good shape, but I've also, like, he's just, he's like, like a, you know, like, Mo Farah's in great shape, but he's not going to be on the front of Muscle Health and Fitness magazine for aesthetic reasons, you know? So it would be like, if he was my personal trainer, and he, like, whipped his shirt off, and was like, don't you want to look like this? I would be like, Yeah, in theory, but I'm not sure the effort's (laughs) worth it.
3: I mean, I suppose it's better than what I've got now, but... eh. (laughs) Meh. It's all relative, really. I mean, I just got knackered getting up the stairs earlier. I don't know, that looks pretty good. eh? Whatever. (laughs) But also, pizza does
2: taste great. (laughs) But also, chips. (laughs) (laughs)
3: But yeah, okay. So
2: my theory right. about Sean Connery's red nappy okay. thing is what I think it was meant to be, because it's obviously it's meant to be like an end of civilization, a restart, a rebirth. So I think it's meant to be like biblical Jesus
3: like on he's the cross an infant as well.
2: Yeah, but what? And then what? The gun bullets things are like the modern destruction of what the purity of man or something. You know, that's what it is. But it's also just it. him running around
0: in his pants with two bullets. Yeah, it,
3: it could just be that yeah. that's all they had in wardrobe at the time. <laughs> I've,
0: got to, I've got to say, look, and I've been to a lot of churches in my time. Um,
3: never once seen the <laughs> picture of Jesus in, in a pair of red hot pants. You're not going to the right churches.
2: But I'm talking about Jesus on the cross. You know, it's similar in... He's still not
0: in red undercrackers.
2: No, and he's also a little bit more ripped than Sean Connery is in this that's a weird thing why do they paint abs onto jesus that's I don't know. it's like to make you
0: to make you fear him <laughs> fear him and like him
2: jesus is back and he's cuts
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: buff Jesus i've gotta say i've I'm, I'm way more such a bigger fan of the old testament god you know <laughs> there's somebody knew what they were doing uh-huh. you know it's like I've explained the rules. If you dick about, you're going to get punished, all right? Yeah, most. Mo- oh, 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 no. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm sorry. I did this and that's bad. Okay, that's fine. I've told you the rules, though. You disobeyed me. Frogs. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah, most bands' first couple of albums are their best ones. Yeah.
0: Exactly. You know. Uh- Oh God! I'm sorry. I did this. I know. I know. You said you're not supposed to. That's absolutely fine. But fire. It's just. It's just the best. You know? <laughs> it's like a strict teacher or something. It's just fantastic. So it's like Old Testament God, like
2: 1963 to 76 Rolling Stones and <laughs> New Testament. New Testament. You get your start me ups. You know. You get a couple.
0: <laughs> New Testament, though <there>. he's just, uh <laughs> oh, just too happy and wholesome, and just like, oh, you can do what you want. No, right. the rules are clearly stated. Live by them, you'll be fine. We'll have no, we'll have no issues here. Okay. Where are we in your notes, Mike? Uh, right. <laughs> so Sean Connery is exploring the massive face <laughs> hidden in what appeared and to it- be cocoa pops. Yeah. And he finds some bodies in a bag. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, keep
3: him in condition, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the massive face is also flying, uh, and then he shoots the blue burk from before. <laughs> we didn't know who was important at the time. Okay. But well, apart from the fact that he right. told us so at the that,
3: beginning that he's going to be the narrator and a god and a magician. Yeah, but when I, but when I saw
0: him walk on with a blue towel in his head and dr- with a drawn-on beard, I was not going to give him any respect.
3: Yeah. I love that he gets shot and then flies out of the mouth just screaming, how pointless! And I thought, yeah, I agree.
0: So, uh, the face lands uh, on on some sort of earth, uh, and Connery gets out and explores, and it's like a farm or or a mill or something. I will say, uh, this Uh, was
2: filmed in Wicklow, Ireland,
0: where I spent
2: quite a few of my summers as a youth, because that's where a lot of my family is from. hmm. So, I have a lot of... I've probably passed through a lot of these places, and... Never, uh, weirdly, they've never signposted. There's not a lot of blue plaques or whatever the Irish equivalent of that is saying. Sean Connery ran down this street in just his pants,
0: <laughs> right? So he finds like a massive Zorb ball, it's just like a massive bubble. In fact, for most of the rest of my notes, I've called them bubble people, so um, deal with that. Uh, and then he finds some plants that are also in bags, and there's some science, uh,
3: <laughs> we can test. just some generic science. Hey guys. Tubes, tubes, lots of tubes. There's a Bunsen burner. <laughs> it's got different coloured liquids. You know,
0: it's a science room. You know, it's, it's just science. <laughs> uh, he he also finds a Jack in the Box and he's scared of it. Uh, and then he finds like a computer, uh, like a computer or a radio, or just, it's basically just Alexa. And he's a- asking questions and it's a- and it's answering them. Next page. Oh yeah, next up he tries to shoot a woman.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry, fosh of but, habits.
1: <laughs>
0: but, uh, and I've got here, and I've completely forgotten this, uh, but her eyes her eyes stop the bullets.
3: I, oh, she's telekinetic.
0: She sort of looks at him and he, and he just stops the bullets.
3: If Did I it. may, I'd like to read my, my uh, note here word for word. Please do. Okay. Please do. <clears> I seriously have no clue what's happening right now. <laughs> He's down by a <laughs> lake now. There's a projection in the water. He's about to shoot a woman until she blinds him with her mind. For fuck's <laughs> sake, Lorcan. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the woman uh, asks him where he where
0: he thinks that he is and uh, Sean Connery says that he's in a vortex. The uh, Their god uh, tells them that when they die, they go to the vortex uh, and live happily ever after. Uh, but he thinks he's dead. He isn't. Oh, he explains that the exterminator for Zardos. Uh, yeah, he's an exterminator. He is one of the exterminators. Yeah, yeah. So Sean Connery's job is to go around killing um, bad people who breed.
2: He's like the world's most aggressive cock block.
0: Yeah, but then basically he starts listing all these killings, and there's like video feedback causes going on. And I, was, I wondered, is he under a spell? I didn't understand why he just just. Oh yeah, I'll tell you all of this.
2: All the exterminators have the same long hair in braids, ponytails, and red pants, and red, you know, and the bullets, uh, sashes over them, and I was thinking, like, I was watching it first, I was like, are we meant to believe that one of these is Sean Connery, because these are just all his stuntmen, and they're like, look, none of them are quite convincing enough in one moment to be Sean Connery, like, like, over a whole scene, but if we get them all the time, (laughs) <laughs> they might believe one of these people is
0: Sean Connery, maybe. So yes, he's he's going through his killings, and uh, like I say, there's video feedback. Another uh, woman, she's a scientist. Let's, I assume. Well, of course, because um, of all the science that's happening in the science room. Because of all the science, yeah. But they want to. Study- she walks
2: around wearing those goggles that you had to wear in uh, chemistry. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Have you all turned off your <clears throat> bunsen burners? Yeah. Yes, uh, sir. <laughs> right. Have a look at potassium, shall we? Have you turned the gas off as well, though? Because I don't
0: want you seeing with them lights. <laughs> the the
2: There's one bad kid in the back playing with his lighter. Sir, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, we got any magnesium strips? No, we don't have any magnesium strips.
0: Not having you setting fire to waste <laughs> now. Uh, so basically, they're trying to examine him and find out information about him. They think he killed Arthur. We don't know who Arthur is just yet. I mean,
3: he he did say at the beginning who Arthur was. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> he, de- he declared himself to be both Zardoz and Arthur Frayne from the very oh, fucking okay. beginning.
2: I'm starting to think you didn't pay much attention to this, Michael. <laughs>
0: if somebody walks on with a blue tower on the red and a fake beard, I'm not going to listen to them. Right? <laughs> That's my policy for life, not just films. So they're keeping him uh, to observe him, but everyone else in the bubble, people, they don't. Oh, sorry, I just got a text. Um...
3: <laughs> was it was it from sorry. yourself from the future going just run away? <laughs> Just
0: run! Oh, sorry. Just see out the window. I've got my um, my face is turned into a massive rock
3: and it's flying through the (laughs) sky. Look out for the giant Michael rock floating over your house soon. The penis is not as bad as some
2: people say.
3: It has its (laughs) moments. To be honest with you, it's told me in good stead for quite a while. (laughs) It's seen better days, but it can (laughs) still go when needs (laughs) to. It's not of its former glory, but it'll do for now. (laughs) You've just gotta give it a minute, okay? (laughs) Just give it a minute. Maybe blow on it, see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Rub your hands first so they're a bit warmer. Employment opportunity for any fluffers.
2: (laughs) What I love though, one of the things I love is that they keep on asking him, How did you get into Zardoz or something? And I kept like, why doesn't Sean go, there's a giant fucking open mouth. It
3: spits out guns all the time. It's not difficult to get in. I just lapped in and punched a couple of members of the crew. It's hardly Fort Knox. (laughs) Speaking of Fort Knox, who's seen Goldfinger? (laughs) So,
0: yes, they're keeping him hostage, essentially. (laughs) And they're keeping him in a cage. Uh, A lot of them want to um, kill him. uh, And the others want to sort of, uh, you know see what he's up to because he's come through the vortex great Ugh. what have i got next <laughs> oh yeah next up sean Con- uh, connery is carrying a cart while someone is sitting in the back he's probably explaining some sort of plot but i'm lost at this stage i think the bubble people are also immortal was yes. I right i think i yes, was they are. okay uh and also uh it's said here that if you do bad things in this world obviously you can't die but you get aged yeah
2: but when you die yes. you come back in like a little bag that, that thing that he appears in at the start, you see like babies growing in it. That's where yeah.
3: the fire breathing died. fuck is that?
0: <laughs> Next up, there's a talk about erections. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our PowerPoint of cock filled diagrams. It's essentially a TED talk, isn't it? Just on erections.
3: <laughs> what do you think you know about penises? <laughs> it's like the, last... the penis is evil. <laughs> Note its angry face. <laughs>
0: Basically, they're saying because they're immortal, there's no need to reproduce. That would be pointless. But they they realise that to reproduce, you need to get an erection. <laughs> so, but because Sean Connery is an outsider, they start playing video of ne- of some ladies naked mud wrestling to see if he gets a lob, you z- see, lob on. I'm
2: increasingly.
0: <laughs> he does, and everybody cheers. No, but
2: it's not to the mud wrestling. That's the point. It's not to the mud wrestling or to the woman soaping her boobies. They like They turn it off, and then he just starts looking at her, Charlotte Rampling. And it's not I in my mind. I heard like a sound effect of diddly diddle do, but it's not. <laughs> it <laughs> might as well be. And Sean's like, "What do you think of this?" Shame.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Why don't you put it's...
2: a hat on it?
0: <laughs> uh, that's weird because in my head there was always, there was a sound effect as well,
3: <laughs> just like a bing, <laughs> just like a just like oh, one of one eat. of those penny whistles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like um. Like in a cartoon, when an elevator comes up, arrives, (laughs) (laughs) top floor.
2: (laughs) I've long wondered, increasingly, when I look at these artsy-fartsy directors, if the reason they do all of this artsy stuff is to justify the day or the half day of filming they get to have a woman soaping her breasts and two women naked mub wrestling. Or, or, in the case of another director, have Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis kissing each other and having a sex scene. Or, you know, that Blue is the Warmest Colour guy just, like, uh, you know, I, I, I increasingly wonder, is that why they do it all, actually? It's not for artistic purposes, it's just to convince women that they fancy that it's okay it's for art Lorcan,
3: i genuinely think you're looking at this in the eyes of someone who's watched far too many films based on on the buses <laughs> we've, we've 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 peaked we watched the whole trilogy and now we're we're just indoctrined, so <laughs> separate yourself honestly i would ha-
0: i would uh, happily rewatch on the buses rather than this like the entire series <laughs> and then the outtakes <sighs> Uh, and then and then the extras, and then the director's commentary. And then anything <laughs> else that
3: has ever done.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right, let's carry on then. All right, May, who we discover is a scientist's name, uh, wants Sean to breed for science. Science? Science. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is a vote with the people to whether oh, to keep man. Sean oh, alive Oh, God, yeah. The, the, that the, they crazy. vote using their minds. Yeah, the, the they, silent um,
3: hand gesture things. Yeah, that was weird. I,
2: I also noticed that there were, like, 12 or so different hand gestures. I'm like, this is why first pass the post doesn't work! <laughs>
0: they
1: can't get
2: a manageable majority.
0: <laughs> well, there's there's something else for the hand movement. up. So basically, Sean is... Uh, they give uh, May, the scientist, seven days to complete tests, and then Sean will be destroyed. Next up, <laughs> the group are waving their hands around, and, and sort of finger wagging, and somehow this hurts the man who's yeah, on the cart. The man report. whose
3: name, shall yeah. we also point out, is Friend, which is... Just fucking bonkers and they jazz hand him to death.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah, it
3: was just like and there was there was sound effects
0: for this one. This one I'm not making up. It was like <laughs> And these magic fingers could hurt him. Yeah, <laughs> damned by the high council of silly haircuts. Yeah, if we're up to if we're on groan count, that was grown number five. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll do it properly. Oh, <laughs> there we <are>. go. <laughs> Sean Connery runs away, uh, but he can't escape because he hits a hit, he hits a literal wall, which uh, is the I'm wall. i have got to pretend I'm Marshall
3: Marshall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I said, there's so much of this that's like really bad, artsy stage acting, like the hand wavy gestures, and it is like I no, I've been in a few workshops that are like, and now we're going to become the wind and try to embody the wind, and it's like, fucking Martin Scorsese never wrote. Makes. Nero pretend to be the wind <laughs> it's, it's just the worst kind of artsy wank and Sean's having to indulge in this as well it is like now Sean there is a wall in front of you there's not a wall in front of me no Sean you pretend there's a I've wall just realised why front. we did
0: this bloody film it's so you can do this impression <laughs> this is all it is Well, mate, I, mean, I, I, mate, thought, I can do that one I'm going to do the, this for the entire fucking you podcast you should been there for the Diamonds Forever this.
3: recording it was like this the whole fucking time <laughs> everyone can do sean connery apparently i can't <laughs> you do a very specific sean connery not sean connery <laughs> i think i do an snl version of sean connery deus it's rebeck
2: but yes yeah, so sean connery sean you're up against a wall there's no wall in front of me is you gonna come later are we just rehearsing yes we're rehearsing
3: all right i'll just pretend there's a
2: wall <laughs> and then he sees the film. You bastards, that was normal! You should you'd cut cop- it,
3: you bastard.
2: You said you fiction and post. Well, I'm gonna fix you to the nearest post I can find. <laughs> but I also, there's one moment in this where Sean Connery goes behind a rock and has to pretend that he's fallen. And it's like when you see when you try oh, to entertain gosh, yeah, a little kid yeah. and you do that. I'm walking down the stairs thing <laughs> in front of a table. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. I, but it is like Sean is just coming out of this world of Bond. It's like, oh, I can't do Bond anymore. I need to be taken seriously. This is so sure weird. It must be good.
0: <laughs> well, this is my one of my things. Like, I think. They weren't casting for him. I think they like they obviously cast for someone who was young and naive, like nineteen <laughs> twenty, doing on their first film. Oh, they'll just just get anything just to get on, just get on the uh, get a film under a belt. And then Sean Connery said, "Yeah, I'll do it." It's like, oh fuck! There's no way someone in their forties should be doing it." Well, this.
2: the story goes that they originally wanted Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds turned it down. Yeah, if Burt Reynolds yeah, is okay. turning something
3: down. <laughs> the man did Opticians adverts in the 90s He'll take anything And he turned this down
0: To be fair there was good money In advertising in the, 90- in the 90s <laughs>
2: I wonder if Burt Was like I don't know Sean I don't know if you can take over what Burt Reynolds Could do well I can grow a moustache You're hired
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right I don't want to but should we Get back to the yeah. <laughs> Okay so the uh, dude who was been banished by the magic Friend. fingers uh, is now he's supposed to be an old man but he's not <laughs> they've just like they, it's like they've taken his hair and put some um like talcum yeah. powder in it to make it look they are half
3: aged. You know?
2: Yeah, half of him yeah. looks like 1975 Paul McCartney and the other half looks like 2012 Paul McCartney
3: and from the knees down current Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a bit weird. And then, okay, Sean arrives.
0: I don't really understand so, how, but from what I can okay. gather... Science? From what I
3: can gather, when they age to a certain point, these guards then get banished as renegades. Get banished as, like, some sort of um, outer realm. Almost looks like halfway between a circus tent and a dance hall. Oh, it was just a big gazebo. It's bas- like, it- yeah. So uh, all I put here is is, it's a Havisham-esque nightmare where they're sort of trapped in this sort of mode of like they're going to some sort of 1920s New Year's party. They're all dressed up in tuxedos and dresses.
0: I didn't understand how Sean Connery arrived there because isn't he in the somewhere else? No, no,
3: because he can't get out of the vortex, so he ran back. Did my wall acting not convince you enough? That was... I'm trapped in here. Do I need to see I'm fucking trapped or something? Lawrence, a
2: fucking levier, could have played a wall better than I just did.
0: <laughs> but I realise he's in the vortex. But the other guy has been banished. But into they're all else. still in the vortex. Well, yeah, it's like point. it's like
2: it's like it's like Alton oh, Towers. There's cares. different re there's <laughs> different places on the map because there's the one
0: expensive and not worth it. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> <laughs> there's lots of that was a good one. <laughs> <there's-> thank you.
0: <laughs> there's
2: lots of because uh, there's lots of different subsections within the group. You've seen like the alphas, but then there's like. The, the comatose mm. people. I can't remember what they're meant to be, but, like, they get oh, all... the, uh,
3: the... Oh, God. The apathetics.
2: The apathetic, yeah, there we go. And they, like, get turned on by a drip of Sean Connery's sweats. And, you know, like I said, this isn't Doctor No Sean Connery that's turning them on. This is Zardoz <laughs> Sean Connery. That's how desperate they are for it.
0: Yeah, he's around with all the other banished folk, and... They're sort of fascinated with him because he's mortal uh, and he can die, and they're all jealous. Well, they all
2: just start grabbing at him, and you know, I was like, "Yeah, it's like, oh man, I'm... these '70s orgies are really not as good as the '60s orgies. <laughs> these are really taking the and... downhill turn of the orgy front. I mean, don't get me wrong; I'm still going to take part, but you know.
0: Come <laughs> on, stop touching me! Have you not heard that the penis is evil? <laughs> but then I've got from my next note a sort of fight breaks out <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know if that's acting or what it is like it's watching just, uh, companies versus zombies it's yeah it's just awful all right but yeah ugh all right and then there's an old guy on his, de- on his non-death bed basically this says uh, tell Sean that if they wants if he wants death uh, he has to talk to may so off he pops uh, he talks to May to ask for the, ask about the truth. Uh, to get to the truth, he has to, to go for his backstory, which is tedious. <laughs> but I will, I will, uh, I will summarize. Zoltex gives people guns, and he is told to kill the brutals who may multiply. He shoots and kills a lot of them, uh, but he loses his, his innocence. He shoots somebody, he misses, and he spares them. Okay, then he finds a book uh, and he's reading. And then through the book, he learns about the world. Uh, before the darkness fell Oh fuck off
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> He then finds The book Okay he can't remember The name of it uh, And May is really Pushing him And he's like Oh no Oh this is No I can't He's too distressed Oh god no Ugh And then he turns out That he murders his own god uh, Zardos uh, And the book says Zardos is trying to Betray his people uh, The book is Wizard of Oz Get to fuck uh, <laughs>
3: Yeah, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Zardoz. Yeah. Come on, guys. That's, <laughs> that's just good reading.
2: I'm wondering what the modern-day equivalent of that would be like. Ah, uh, we, we we worship this god, Nichikod. Nichikod? The Da Vinci Code?
0: <laughs> 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 so, Sean murders uh, Zardoz. Uh, he did it for revenge. And then... Um... He is
1: Sam.
0: Uh, May then starts necking Sean. Here we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> is caught and is then uh, sentenced to be aged by fifty years. Is May
2: the one with freckles, or is May Charlotte
3: Gainsbourg? May's the one with freckles. May's the one Charlotte with freckles. Gainsbourg's one. I can't even. No, Charlotte Rampling.
2: Charlotte Rampling. Sorry. Yes. Uh, I can't even remember
3: Charlotte Rampling's character's
2: name. She's a one ticker. She she helps the everyone's magic wand tick up.
3: Ah. She who bring, doth bringeth the erections.
0: <laughs> she of the obtuse angle. <laughs> Please tell me. Please tell me that's how you talk to your girlfriend.
3: May you bring the erections to see me. <laughs> I've dressed up for the occasion in my red hot pants. Do you not enjoy my ponytail? mustache.
2: (laughs) there must be at least what are several women out there that are huge sean connery obsessives that have got their husbands to dress up
3: (laughs) no there isn't
0: there is not they would just go for bond obviously i'm imagining
3: comic-con has had more than one zardoz cosplay (laughs) and it's it reveals far too much than it should do
2: and it's always a guy that really has far too much self-image confidence yeah, you know, like... I'm all I'm for body positivity, but sometimes a little bit of negativity needs to be put in there.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, but you shouldn't have done. May starts kissing Sean, and she is aged by 50 years. In retaliation, <laughs> Sean kisses the other woman and becomes blind. <laughs> now, if you thought his acting about uh, walking into a wall that wasn't there was bad. <laughs> Sean trying to be blind is one of the funniest things I've seen. I did laugh at
2: this part of it Wait, you're telling me I can't close my eyes? What the fuck am I supposed to do?
0: But well, I can see everything. I'm
3: not fucking blind. I'm not actually blind though. Do you do you not realize, guys? I'm not I'm not prepared to stab my eyes. Out. Right, I I want to give respect to Michael for not even attempting the accent.
0: No. Absolutely not. No.
3: He then uh, recovers
0: from his blindness. Whoopies. Uh And we get the bubble people's uh, backstory. Uh, Let's go through this. I did half write this down. Okay, the world was dying, so they took everything, everything that was good in the world. So this included, you know, uh, the richest people, the smartest people, all the posh books and stuff. Uh, By doing this, uh, they killed off most of the rest of the world. Naughty. And uh, left them to die. After this is being explained, Sean Connery is attached to a massive Zorb ball. Oh, sorry in a ball, and then he runs away and hides again because that's kind of his tactic. And he runs again to the wall that he can't get out of.
1: Oh
2: no! Uh,
0: <laughs> Whilst he's hiding, uh, some zombie people find him and start to touch his face. <laughs> this brings them back to life, even though they're not really zombies. But yeah, oh, yeah. this is
2: where his sweat does it, doesn't it? Like one bead, of, <laughs> yes, one bead of Connery yeah. sweat is enough to get any cult out of their misery. You don't need Kool-Aid when Sean Connery's in town.
0: (laughs) So they touch his face, get this bead of sweat, and then they all start necking each other. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. That's how
3: you get herpes. I've still got it.
0: (laughs) And then I've got my next line, uh, 28 minutes left. I fully resent you two for making me watch this utter dribble. (laughs) Are we on to, like, day four now for you (laughs) far as <laughs> uh, this is so painful, honestly. A group called the Renegades uh, finds Sean and they are excited. Sean Connery is now in a wedding dress. I'm completely lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Completely <laughs> lost by this.
3: Oh, and he also eats. He, there was one point where he ate a leaf for some reason and I don't get why. I'd like to imagine that Sean turned up in that dress. Like, Sean, what's
2: happened? Right, I'll be honest with you, large
3: I <laughs> oh, went out with Michael Keane And we got <laughs> fucked right up <laughs> Sean what, Okay well, for this scene we need to
0: wear a wedding dress Why? Um, Science? Well, uh, it's, art, it's, art, it's this art. or the little red pants again Make your pick <laughs> <laughs> uh, You got me this
3: time <laughs> It's quite cold actually It's a bit nippy I could do with the <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, it's a bit cold here in Ireland, and you can really get a breeze underneath the, the scot.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know if this stage the renegades married him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the old scientist guy who was dying but not dying, May, Sean, uh, are now having a private little meeting. May <laughs> says to Sean. Uh, <laughs> He's, he's got to impregnate them all. In return, she'll teach him all that she knows and give him everything that they are. Well, lucky for you, we're already halfway
3: through that. I mean, what, what a great, great trade off that is. Shag for knowledge. That seems absolutely fine by yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there we go. The things I have to do.
0: So, May is now uh, teaching Sean everything that she knows uh, by being touched. <laughs> touch taught sorry is, is the expression they use no. <laughs> okay so everything all the scientist knows comes to Sean as he's being touched and while that's happening uh, his seed is being taken <laughs> some- wait and <laughs> this is the bit I liked some jaunty music starts playing
2: <laughs> this was not how I envisioned my seed being planted
3: you do 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 <laughs> I'll be honest with you it's kind of ruining the mood <laughs>
2: <laughs> you scientists take the fun out of everything <sighs> Have we gone past the point where Charlotte Rampling finds Sean Connery hooking up with the freckled woman and Rampling accuses the the other woman of bestiality? This is bestiality! Yeah. Because I love that, because I imagine Sean going, well, I know you didn't intend for it as a compliment, but I am going to take that as a
3: compliment. I mean, I'm hung like a beast, I know that for nothing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was when uh, May started uh, kissing Sean, so yeah. And then the scientist was outraged and the retaliation was that Sean kissed the other woman and became blind. Charlotte
3: Rampling's character is actually called Consuela for no good reason.
2: Cons- she certainly looks like a Consuela, doesn't she? Oh,
3: absolutely. Consuela for days. <laughs> who, who christens a child Consuela?
0: Consuela? Well, people
2: in the Latin areas of the world. But, but if you're a posho woman, then, you know... Then it's a bit more cultural
3: appropriateness. <laughs> if you're an immortal demigod who just gives people fucking long <laughs> guns every time she sees them, uh, this is my only. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything else
0: she's been in, so sorry.
2: She was one of those British act- actresses that had the right idea of learning how to speak French fluently so that when she got past the age of 35, she could go and make films in a country that actually allows women over 35 to be leads oh, in okay. movies. <laughs> the Christian Scott Thomas move, I like it. Scott Thomas, Gemma Arterton's been going down that pathway as well recently. So, a very sensible
0: well, option. Them. So, Sean wakes up uh, from, from his having his seed uh, taken from him. It is explained to him that the bubble people became immortal somehow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Through science! <laughs> The amount of bunsen burners they went through to achieve immortality.
0: So I've got down there. So it's expl- so it is explained how the bubble people became immortal. But a, I don't understand what's going on anymore. B, I've stopped caring. <laughs> oh, look now there's a magic crystal. <laughs> <laughs> now, admittedly, I, I, yeah, I'm obviously taking the piss a bit with these notes. A little bit how I've written them. But the film is kind of like this. This isn't all just yeah, me. If okay? we if
2: we did just remove our contributions and it was just you reciting from your notes. It's every bit as insane as Michael's notes make it sound. In different ways, but it is equally insane. Like,
0: I've written them in a daft way, but this is basically what the film is. <laughs> it is this weird and nonsensical. Yeah. Like I said,
3: the most bizarre thing we've ever fucking seen on this show. Mm. By a country mile. And we have seen three on-the-buses movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the true height of depravity. <laughs> Oh, my, my my kingdom for it on the bus film right now. <laughs> right, so
3: there's this point where he's walked into a room full of waxworks and one of them just happens to be the narrator, Arthur Frayne, who was killed earlier on, but he disguised himself as a wax work for no good reason.
2: But to be fair, I did think that, but then I realised they do when they get killed. They do come back to
3: life immediately. Yeah. So, so it mm. is
2: actually there's a reason that he's there, but, but it is but, very it's very annoying to see well, him he's back. He's still
3: got his consciousness and he still knows who everyone and everything is, which annoys me. Yeah. And also when he when he has his face taken off and he's shown to be one of the waxworks, it all felt quite Scooby Doo at that point. I'd love
2: to imagine as well that actually that drawn-on beard is just part of. Because that was, like, how he died. They're like, you're going to have to come back like that. But at first, he's just got, like, little, you know, those teenage tufts. Those like, just <laughs> little pencil sketches for a while. Ah, you've and just then...
3: drawn on some bum fluff. That's good.
2: And then it becomes
0: felt tip over time. <laughs> well, I mean, so we've, we've just got to that bit. But how Sharon gets to that is the best bit. Because he's got this magic crystal, and he's just looking into it. And then he's walking around, but is he in the crystal now? Yeah, I think
2: so. <laughs> <No>. He's <basically laughs> And entered then he meets
0: uh, Arthur. Or yeah, Arthur's sorry, yeah. And Zardo stabs him, but it's either a fake knife, or he's a mortal. It, it's like a prop picture. knife. Okay. Well, I mean, I assume so in, you know, filming, yeah. but yeah.
2: No, I'm fucking method but now. Yeah. I'm a serious actor, goddammit. You're gonna stab me, stab me now.
0: <laughs> God, this takes it's me bad. back to the old Vic. <laughs> So Arthur, like I say, as uh, yeah, he's I think Sean is in the crystal now, but Arthur tries to stab him, doesn't work. <laughs> Richard
2: O'Brien's outside saying, you've got 10 seconds left.
0: <laughs> yes, Oh yes. no, I've got to
2: get out, I've got to get out.
0: <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> so next up, some more zombie people arrive, but then we cut back to Sean who was just looking back at the crystal. So was that a dream? <laughs> who knows? Uh, the scientist woman now declares her love for Sean and uh, he wants her, yeah, and that she wants him to love her forever.
1: Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> so it's been, now become uh, a love story. Great. Uh, oh, yeah, basically, she lets him live, essentially. So he's not going to be destroyed anymore. <laughs> but that doesn't matter because we're now back to looking at the magic crystal. <laughs> so, <laughs> and now uh, he has a magic ring, okay? He's uh, back to this Alexa that's asking questions. So this computer thing uh, is now in this ring that he's speaking to. Flower decorative Sean keeps asking the ring questions and also trying to destroy the ring because Sean knows everything now because he's been touch-taught
3: well if you want to see a film about destroying a ring may I suggest Peter Jackson's the lord of the rings
0: Thank God for that! I thought you were going to do some talk about some horrific th- a porn. So uh, yeah, I was confused by this because he keeps asking the ring questions, trying to for the ring to destroy itself, and it's just it felt like I'd skipped a few scenes because I didn't understand. It felt like this was the end game, and I just lost a bunch of stuff. Doesn't matter. Sean's now inside a crystal, I think. Uh, the film is now tripping balls with fairgrounds sort of style uh, hall of mirrors you know? <laughs> and sort of sharp, upsetting music. Sean shoots, uh, just shoots once. And the crystal said it's now destroyed. Uh the shot was the shot destroyed the crystal essentially. So he was in the crystal. He shot one bullet randomly out of this whole weird angles and there was millions of different Shawns and stuff. But they're all gone now, doesn't matter. Sean, sh- Sean shoots some more, uh, but he shoots himself in a mask now. So there's more people around. Uh where are we going here? The old scientist may Where where <laughs> are, are we going here? Oh, I don't care, mate. <laughs> well, <laughs> I've just got to get to the end of this page So the old guy who was aged uh, May and her her sort of gang Who wants Sean to impregnate them They find him Not inside the crystal but he seems like he's dead uh, The other female uh, What was her name again? Consuela. Oh, Consuela. Consuela Kisses him, kisses Sean, he wakes up, he's fine
2: That's the power of love
0: I I I was told we were just remaking Sleeping Beauty but they now this little this sort ragtag bunch of go- uh escape from all the goons by magic <laughs> uh <laughs> because Sean Sean just holds his hands up and they can't touch him now because he's got the powers <laughs> he sends everyone
3: going backwards
2: I feel like if you put in random bongo drumming for the past 5 minutes this could sound like uh poet eccentric poetry that doesn't have any <laughs> Connections to each other.
0: So I've got, I've got a few paragraphs. I'm going to speed through and then go and watch Taskmaster. <laughs>
2: Imagine if you finally became famous enough to be on Taskmaster, and one of the tasks is to remake
0: Zardos. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Not fucking worth it. Sean's magic leads that they go back to the the old man who on his non-deathbed uh, from before, but now with a magic crystal, the old man can die. Everyone is excited. Sean gives the crystal to May so she can study it. Great Arthur slash Zardos turns up again to explain that he was the one who led Sean to discovering the whole Wizard of Oz bullshit. And then he led him in to the big stone head uh, to start the journey. I told you
2: there was a wide open mouth. This was not difficult. (laughs)
0: This is because he knew that Sean could bring death to the world. Great, so now the mortal again. Sean shoots, just starts shooting people. <laughs>
2: That's it, this film is over. <laughs> I like that. Like, it was meant to be three hours, but he's like, nope, nope, we're stopping yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> the weather has dipped below 20 degrees It's September. I'm not
3: doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm getting the hypothermia. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: he- he just starts shooting people. Everyone's delighted. Uh, the Brutals from the Masks earlier on show up. They start shooting everyone. Uh, they go through the vortex. Some come through the vortex. A lot of things blow up this time. I've point. also got a note here that uh, just says... Sean, Sean escapes. Oh. Sean escapes. He starts... I'm, I'm, Tom, I'm sorry. Shot up. i Sean escapes and they start necking while everyone is getting shot at. Great. Then there's some orchestral music that's played. And it's Sean... With uh, his new love, Seven, whose uh, name I've forgotten again, Consuela. Um, and in this ste- period, there's sort of still pictures, and it's of those two. And then she is pregnant. Then she's giving birth. Then the child is uh, is growing up, and then uh, they die. And The final shot is those two skeletons, and the, and the, their child is left over and done. And you can hear me scrunching up my nuts. Over and out. I'm finished.
3: <laughs> now, fuck off. Now I'm feeling. <laughs> Mike, you didn't enjoy this. D- d- dribble. <laughs> <laughs> utter, utter, Well, I'll, I'll give you this, Mike. It's no virtual sexuality.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely not no virtual sexuality. That had a plot.
3: Barely!
2: Do you stand by your initial statement that this is the worst thing you... Is this worse than Bullseye?
0: Yeah, without doubt. Without really? Without doubt. Oh,
1: you think
2: this is worse than Bullseye?
0: Yes, because Bullseye, again, had a plot.
2: Is that what bothers you more? Does pretension bother you more than I, hate, I hated the
0: pretension, I hated the science fiction, I hated the uh, uh, the whole immortal bollocks uh, it, it, everything about this film I hated do,
2: what do you think the film was trying to say? I don't
0: care, say? I could not give a <laughs> <head to laughs> it. do you
2: have any idea what it was trying couldn't to say? couldn't care less, or, right,
0: I, I watched this uh, for the sake of our friendship <laughs> and this podcast, and friendships. The way <laughs> I watched this for this, I watched it for this podcast. I immediately uh, got it out of my head, and I never want to think about it ever again. It's, it's just utter nonsense and uh, useless. But I'm sure film wankers probably like it. And it's just oh, get
3: no, get, get
0: in the bin. It's
3: dreadful.
0: It there's no there's no plot. It doesn't make sense. It's pretentious for the sake of being so. Uh, it's just awful. There is not. There is no redeeming features in this in this film. Well, I'm going to be the positive voice <laughs>
3: <laughs> See how you like. I'm going to love when we get onto the say something nice about it section. Well, there's not.
2: Actually, yeah, you might as well try and claim something.
3: No, is there I, I'm not
0: agreeing with this. All right, there's did no, you like no, <laughs> looking? At, did you like looking? At, I enjoyed.
2: Did you not like looking at Charlotte Rampling on a purely, you know, male? Bestiality
0: level or anything? No, because she was in this film. Therefore, she's awful.
2: (laughs) I'll say something I liked. I quite liked that final montage of
3: shots of
2: them rapidly aging. I liked that. I thought that was a really fascinating way to end a film. Beethoven's
3: Seventh Symphony. Get the fuck.
2: But I just like that them sitting there stationary and them aging quite rapidly. The the skeletons were quite comical, you know. <laughs>
3: the, right, the, the bit at the end where they go really, really old and they have those aging masks. Yeah, I read up about this. Apparently, the uh, the makeup artist kept fucking up, and it yeah. drove Connery and Rampling insane. They were yeah. livid by the end.
2: Apparently, like it was Sean Connery genuinely started to strangle someone who'd screwed up like exposing the. Uh film and thus ruining it Yeah, <laughs> like he literally had his hands around oh, really? their throats
3: <laughs> because it was so uncomfortable and took so long to put on as well and if so- anyone fucked up the shot they'd have to redo it over and over and one guy fucked it up by accidentally exposing the film and he went to go and strangle the guy <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, to be fair if like I then got back in touch with Michael and said oh yeah by the way Michael that's not the Zardoz we were talking about <laughs> uh, there was a film that was a remake
3: of that you have to watch and that one's even more pretentious <laughs> this one's got Conrad Farrell being broody <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I would say what, I, what would be funny though as a fair reflection of what Sean Connery as a movie star is like is that every time they age up Charlotte Rampling gets kicked out and suddenly they've stuck Kim Basinger there and Sean Connery's <laughs> very old and then Sean Connery's extremely old they kick out Kim Basinger and then put Catherine Zeta-Jones in there instead I uh, I didn't admire the film uh... <laughs> Uh, I Sorry. I have more time I for this, this film so much. <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy No I did enjoy parts of it just for it's bravado It's de- like willing to go out there And do it Like I, I mean I'll be honest with you I am not. I mean I gave it a 5 out of 10 on Let's Box But that's too generous But I'm not that much higher I'm much lower on
0: you it You say you admire that Like you can go and drink bleach It's not a good <laughs> idea
2: <laughs> I don't admire bleach drinkers <laughs> I respect them. I
0: bastard! <laughs> you can do lots of things that, you, that is awful.
2: <laughs> it was trying to say stuff. It was trying to say no. Stuff it about wasn't. Society, it, about... was, no, it was no.
0: It was not in any way.
2: <laughs> no, like no, no, no. If it's not trying to say anything, then it's not pretentious. <laughs> if you've got to have an aim to be pretentious, and it had an aim to say stuff about how brutality of man and how we're all condemned and that the. the the, you know, the elites.
3: Dear listener, Michael is about to make a noise.
2: <laughs> well, where do you stand on this, Tom? We've kind of gone down the two extremes. Are you closer to me for at least respecting it for trying something? Or are you down the, Michael, no redemption to it whatsoever. It's awful and everyone should be
3: <laughs> punished right. who was part of Remarkably, it. Remarkably. I... I'm about halfway between you guys. Yeah. I, I... I, Such a liberal. I get a kick out of watching <laughs> deliberately bad films. Mm. I, you know, there's, there's a couple I've got loaded up in my hard drive somewhere that I'm going to sit down and watch one day while I've got a few cans in. And I've got a good, similar-minded people around me and we're just going to make fun of it. Mm. As I like to do with bad films. This would be one of them. This is... Mm. This is iconically shit.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say... Because we just went through one other kind of pretentious film previously with the mother, but the mother was boring. This is never, well, it is kind of boring, but well, you said it's boring and mind boggling at the same time.
3: Yeah, it's it's both incredibly dull and incredibly intriguing. Yeah, but for all the wrong reasons. I'm, <laughs> I, you know, it's 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 a bizarre film. It's not going to leave me. Like, there are films that we've seen in the last two series and wh- however many we've done so far that have already exited my brain and will never return. This is staying in.
1: <laughs> this is staying
3: in hard like a tumour. <laughs> Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I, I'm i letting everyone else decide. But either way, uh, you don't forget the first time you watch Zardoz. Yeah.
2: How would you make it better? Because I could genuinely
3: burn it.
0: <laughs> get the film real and set fire to the fucker
2: well i was saying earlier to before we started recording that there are defenders of this film arguably the best british filmmaker working within british film for the most part right uh, You say this, though... Wheatley, and he loves zardoz and he loves it for it trying to do stuff and for being proper science fiction well i can't stand
3: him then either <laughs> right here's a problem i've got with this film though from every single source I've read, they call it an Irish and American film.
2: Yes, I know, I know,
3: I know. What? So it's it's non-void uh, anyway.
2: I counted it because Borman's <laughs> British, Sean Connery's British, Charlotte Rampling's British. British. So the main creative forces it behind does, it are it, British.
3: Everyone who didn't have a named character on that cast is literally a traveller. Yeah, he hired uh, people of the travelling community as extras, and he said they were the best he'd ever worked with.
2: Yeah. Anyway, we've got another film coming up in our lineup that is b- more Irish than this film is, and I've allowed it.
3: It's made by BBC Productions. Mm. It gets away with it.
2: Oh, so it's all about the money, as
3: far as you're concerned, is <laughs> it? It's all about the production company, mate. That's. What, that's what... You watch how many how, how many times do you watch the Baftas and seeing a film that comes up as an outstanding British film, and you think how the fuck is this British? Like Gravity.
2: Yeah, at some point we're gonna to have to do at least the first two Harry Potter films, and they don't have they're any good. British money
0: behind it. <laughs>
2: they're uh, perfectly acceptable films. The first two aren't. Per- it doesn't get good
0: until Azkaban. They're perfectly acceptable films. They shouldn't be in this. Well, we'll
2: have to. We'll have to wait and
0: find out, won't we? I will happily do the Harry Potter films. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy them. Oh yeah, them. do
3: that as a side, <laughs> as a side cast. Because like we've done the, we've done the bonds. You two could do the, uh, the Harry Potter's.
2: I don't know if I want to do all seven. I definitely don't want eight. to do... <laughs> oh, eight, yeah, eight, sorry. God, yeah, Harry Potter was one that started that horrible
0: trend for a while.
3: And you have to do the Fantastical Beast and Where to Find <sighs> series as well.
0: Yeah, I'm not going that far. I I, I regret what I said. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tom, how would you make Zardoz better? I think you make it more action-packed. I think that would have been more helpful. Like more via, more action scenes, and just get it going at a quicker pace. Really,
3: yeah. Don't get too bogged down in the plot. Just go for mm. whiz bang, uh, a few special effects, and you golden.
2: Maybe cover up Sean Connery a little bit more. For no, 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 no. <laughs> him more.
3: I want to see basically. I want to see the outline of Shaft next time. <laughs> On on my Sean Connery. Take um, away those bullet holsters. Let's get that chest out. Come on. Mm. <laughs> I mean, basically, what I wanted to do is make sure that you can see the outline of Sean Connery's uh, evil penis, just so that Roger Moore would pop and go, "Oh, hello, madam." <laughs> you know what they
2: should have done with the evil penis as well? Like like uh, trim the pubes until it's like a devil tash. You know, the in the
0: seventies, not a chance.
2: <laughs> The ta- his pubes should mirror his mustache outline.
3: <laughs> anything get him trimmed in the seventies with the skirts, my friend. That's the only <laughs> way. Um yeah, uh, <sighs> So what's something nice you would say about it, Tom? Right, uh, what, what what I will say is it has become an inspiration for a, a lot, lot of filmmakers and writers. Ben Wheatley I think was inspired by this to make other films, which. Yeah, better films. And I love Ben Wheatley's work. Like I say, a lot of the, my favourite comedy writers have gone on to be inspired by this film and have used it in their works. So it's had an influence on people. It's. I'm looking at this in the same way that I look at the Beatles. <laughs> I didn't oh, don't oh, enjoy the fine, work. Right I then. Didn't enjoy like, what we've happened. got another hour on this. Come on. <laughs> I didn't enjoy what happened. I don't like the result, but I respect how it inspired others. Don't
0: you
2: dare
3: compare this
0: to the Beatles.
2: (laughs) This is the Beatles of cinema, Michael. You heard it here first. Now, there's a pull quote for the the Blu-ray. One thing I was curious when I was watching it was trying to figure out why it was that the 70s was so synonymous with dystopian sci-fi films like this, like Logan's Run, like the... Planet of the Eight Storms, which in fairness are like late sixties as well, but like it it went into the seventies.
0: Was it because they just hadn't finished built cities back up again from the war? So there was just lots of run-down
3: exploded buildings. Also, (laughs) I think because of like the Cold War, there was a lot of nuclear panic around that time. That was later. Everyone was eighties.
2: Well, sixties and eighties.
3: The Cold War initially started from the sixties with the Cuban Mm, Missile Crisis. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was
3: it wasn't great in the
2: fifties either, but yeah, sixties was where it really got bad.
3: Mm. Yeah, so sixties. Kind of the 70s, definitely more the 80s. Like you say, you had post-war, you had the Cold War incoming, the whole Lion Curtain thing. A lot of people saw things quite bleakly and struggled to see mm. positive futures. And the industrialization had completely fucked up. And yeah. the whole world was changing and people didn't know what it would end up becoming.
2: I think we've kind of been on the path that they were similarly on from 68 to 74 and onwards with the whole Trump era and Boris Johnson and Brexit and just this sense of, like, at least to the people in the artistic world, that they're we're losing the battle of wills and that what we've got to look forward to is not a very positive outlook. I think, weirdly, I think that's maybe what Zardoz is saying because the opulent, well-off people, they're sort of dressed up all decadently like hippies and it's like... The sexual revolution was one massive con and we weren't paying attention to where we should have been. I wonder if that's what he was trying to say in this film. That the sexual revolution was a lie, the 60s were a lie, and now yeah. we're suffering the consequences of it in, in the manifest form of a giant head spitting out guns and Sean Connery in a nappy. And hearing the phrase that the penis was evil. Yeah, like they've taken the guy who was the embodiment of 60s sexual liberation and now he's gunning down everyone at the end and that's a happy ending.
3: (laughs) Uh, Mike, your thoughts? And from that we can
0: concur (laughs) that it's time for... Hey, you! Don't watch that! Watch this! Literally anything. (laughs) (laughs) look out the window all right paint paint drying uh, any any other film uh, go outside look at a tree
2: <laughs> turn off the telly as the film is starting look at the blank screen and time it to the end of the movie and then turn it back
0: on yes, again that, that that would be better i would i would say watch that instead yeah
2: <laughs> well what we were saying earlier me and tom the the two actual film lovers of the group Um, somehow this didn't convince Michael to join our side uh, was that Ben Wheatley in particular is a huge fan of this film and he is also a man that makes great films, usually down the less pretend, like his is all, usually no bullshit, 90 minutes, get in, get out you know, you'd love Free Fire, (laughs) yeah you might enjoy Free Fire, but I was going to say for this one I would say that the Ben Wheatley film that's probably most in spirit to Zardoz that I've seen, I haven't seen a field in England that might be more along those lines, would be High Rise. And while Zardoz is looking to the future in 1974 73, um, High Rise is actually, in in the modern day, looking back at the 70s, and it's Tom Hiddleston entering and going into an early High Rise uh, flat building. And like Zardoz, it's saying stuff about different cultural stratas and the class system and how it's essentially a caste system, and it goes down some very odd, surreal paths. And in, if I had a criticism of High Rise, it's probably a bit longer than it needed to be. But it also has my favourite verbing of a noun I've ever heard, with the immortal line BAFTA him," and then someone <laughs> subsequently gets clonked on the head with the with the trophy in question.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, for nothing else, see High Rise to see someone get bafted, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? What were your thoughts of High Rise, Tom? I haven't. I, it's been. I only watched it once at the cinema. I'm, I'll need to rewatch it again to see what see what I feel now in hindsight. Yeah, sight.
3: it's it's been a while since I saw it. I remember enjoying it, but not as much as I thought I would. I yeah yeah. I really got behind. Uh, I enjoyed Kill List, although it was yeah. a bit fucking trippy, and I really really liked Sightseers. Um,
2: that was getting to see two people with Brummy accents killing loads of poshos in the countryside. <laughs>
3: report that to your national trust Yeah,
2: (laughs) you killed a person he's not a person Angie, he's a tiny mail reader
3: (laughs) (laughs) again it's been a while since I last saw it so it it hasn't stuck around in the memory as much as I wanted it to but uh, I still remember enjoying it at the time so
2: for our next film for July's release since July will also be the peak of football mania for Euro 2020 plus one We will be watching the film where a young, aspiring footballer goes to the city of dreams to make it as a footballer, Newcastle. We are watching Goal. Until then, if you want to get in touch with me, it's Lorcan Modern, that's L-O-R-C-A-N-M-U-L-L-A, as in acting, which is what Sean Connery can do now. And N as in, no you can't yet, Sean, it's going to take a while at com, Twitter handle, Instagram, Facebook, Letterboxd, Lock Lorcan Mullen as well. How about
0: you two gents? Well, I'm not really on social media, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I uh, review benches. So, yeah, because... Yeah, why not? Uh, and if you want to find out, that
3: is bench underscore spotting on Instagram. Over to Tom. And you can find me by putting in Tom Hodkinson, spelling Tom with an H, because fuck it, why not? Tom Hodkinson on uh facebook twitter youtube instagram pretty much fucking anywhere uh because i'm i'm an attention whore
0: so uh we have been uh looking at this thing uh <laughs> This vacuum of entertainment But you know it, it you it, would be more
2: entertained by watching me vacuum for two hours I'll Gladly, glad, any time,
0: to... any place All right, set up the Zoom meeting, I'll watch it What
2: if I'm wearing the Sean Connery Zardoz costume? Even better
0: <laughs> <laughs> If anything, more intriguing So, uh, but you know As much as uh, I hated all of this With a uh, huge passion uh, It was, you know I guess there was some Was it a
2: film? Uh, was it a film? It was, it was, um
0: yeah, there is an hour and 45 minutes Whoa. of my time that I will never get back. Uh, so, yes, but I, I do accept that there was directors and uh, producers and scriptwriters and people who are probably talented in other aspects of life, not in this one. Everyone has a bad day, deal with it. Uh, so, you know, so it's stupid for us to criticise it, really, when we are just three people talking into laptops. So they're doing this and they've gone off and look, Sean Connery's multi, 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 multi-millionaire. Uh, and I am currently, age 34, doing my maths GCSE again. Never too late to learn, guys. I had to buy a scientific calculator at the weekend. Oh, wow. Never thought I'd have to do that again.
3: <laughs> what brand? What brand? Uh, Casio, obviously. Come on. Of course. On. Remember,
2: remember, Just remember, Michael, 58,008. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> 58,008.
0: Anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I've been Michael Bell. He's been... local Muller. And the other one's been... Igor (laughs) Hodkinson. And uh, always remember, the penis is evil. Thank you and good
3: night. (laughs) The penis is evil.
0: (laughs) And you can hear me scrunching up my nuts.